0: Good morning. On this uh, Sunday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we're talking about our Creator, Elohim, how He made man in such a way that our mouth was given for a multi-purpose of use. And that included blessing His name, that included praising Him or singing unto Him, that included thanksgiving. So let's continue to look at some of these verses in the book of Psalms, especially, because they're the ones that bring out the most, even though in the New Testament, we do find that we are to use our mouth to praise him. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. It says in Psalm 145, verse two, every day I will bless thee. I will praise thy name forever and ever And of course, we had made mention yesterday, uh, every day, meaning 365 days out of the week, we should be blessing and praising the name of the Lord and thanking him, especially with a heart of gratitude. Believe me, there are so many reasons we should be thankful for. It says in Psalm 148, in verse 13, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent his glory is above the earth and the heavens and then we had made mention also that uh we bless him we praise him we thank him together not just as individuals but corporately so let them praise psalm 149 let them praise his name in dance in, in other words let other parts of your body join in Whether it's dance, whether it's the hands and clapping, uh, raising them up, the arms, uh, just exalting his name. Notice, it's the name of our God that we are praising, the name of our Lord that we are lifting up. So let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him uh, with a timbrel and the harp, of course, skillfully using the hands uh, to make music unto the Lord, to give praise. And of course, lifting up those arms and those hands uh, to bless him, to worship him. And uh, at the same time, lifting up those hands in thanksgiving unto the Lord. Isaiah 25, verse one, O Lord, thou art my God. And see, he makes a very... uh, Exact statement. Not a God or one of the gods, but you are my God. You are Elohim. You are creator of heaven and earth, and you are creator of everything that there is and that everything exists. I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and Truth, And of course, if you stop and think about that just for a little bit, that is his quality. God is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his people that are obedient. He is faithful to his truth. And his truth is also stable, sound. It's a foundation for the church, for the apostles, for our Lord, who was the epitome. He came and embodied truth and grace, Uh, according to the scripture in the book of uh, John, uh, chapter number uh, one, uh, verse uh, 14 and 17, according to the scripture. And this is what it says. When we're reading there. Verse 14, first of all. Uh, Lost my place here. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. And truth, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, that's as simply stated as can possibly be. So God is from the very beginning, from ages, 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 aeons ago, even before the creation of anything, his truth and his faithfulness stand. In Psalm 106, in verse 47, Save us, O Lord, our God. Accomplish this, O our Elohim. Save us. Gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Give thanks unto his name which is holy Holy, when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he told them, when you pray, pray in this manner, our father, which is in heaven, holy is thy name, a name that is to be reverenced, a name that is to be praised, a name that is to be glorified and lifted up simply because he is who he said he is and he doesn't change. His name is also holy because it is separate from every other false god that there is. There are no other gods that are like unto the Lord our God. He is one. I could use the word one of a kind. He is one and only. There are not two. There are not three. There are not four. But He is just one Lord. He is our Lord. He is our God. So when we consider that we're taking the name of the Lord upon our lips, we must remember that it is holy. Because one of the commandments is, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. So not only are we not to have any other gods before Him, He is to be the one and only true God. But we are not to take his name in vain. And that is many times people just take his name and use it not only in cursing and in cussing, but they take his name and attribute to that name things that are not correct. Uh, You know, God killed that person because, you know, he needed a little angel or another angel in heaven. Uh, To say that Elohim killed him is, is, is to be making a graven mistake. But at the same time, we are taking the name of God and using it for something other than a name that is separate unto its own because that name is holy. So we have to take that into consideration. So now as we continue and we look at the scripture... Uh, It says in Psalm 145, in verse 1, David's psalm of praise. And David always had something to praise God about. He was the psalmist of God. I will extol thee, my God. O king, I will bless thy name forever and ever. So David knew how to take the name of the Lord upon his lips, upon his tongue, in his mouth and exalt that name whether blessing him whether singing to that name whether just simply praising that name and he makes a mention not only will i do it now but i'll do it forever meaning i have the hope that if i do die i shall see you one day and i will continue to even praise you there from age to age to age to age In Psalm 16, verse 7, the scripture says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. And he has instructed me also in the night times. Here we have a reason to bless God. There are many reasons we can. But here David says, I will bless him, I will worship him, I will lift my hands unto him, I will bow my knees to him, because he has given me counsel deep within me, in my spirit. The word "reins" that is used there is actually uh, the word that we would use for kidneys, but he was talking about his inward parts. Just as Psalm 103 says, I will bless the Lord. Or bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Uh, So, he also has instructed me in the night seasons, meaning David did meditate upon the word of God. He did consider it day and night to walk in it. And he was given instruction because of it. In Psalm 34, in verse 10, the scripture has another uh, section. It says... A psalm of David, when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he departed. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If ever someone declared a statement, for which the mouth was created, and I said, you know, what uh, people say. While wow, our mouth was created so that we could eat food and sustain the body, our mouth was created so that we can breathe along with our nose. Yes, I, I, I had made mention there are many, but here specifically, David says, "I will bless the Lord at all times, and praise. His praise shall be continually in my mouth." He is basically saying, my mouth was created to praise him. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And to have his word in our mouth, whether it's in song, in praise, in thanksgiving, or in agreeing with him in our confession. By confession simply means agreeing with what he says in his word, It is through our mouth that we are expressing this. It is through our mouth that our spirit is given an opportunity to express itself out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So if we are full of his word in our heart, if we're full of God's goodness and faithfulness and truth in our heart, it is going to be manifested through our mouth is gonna come out. And of course, uh, the breath that is in us is called uh, spirit. Wind is also called spirit. And then our human spirit, that part that God has created is of course called spirit. So when I'm breathing in or I'm breathing out, I'm taking in air. When a person passes away, they give out their last breath of air, meaning the last breath of the pneuma, the, the, the spirit, and, and that's it. The spirit departs from the body, our human spirit. Well, as we continue to use our breath and our mouth, it is part of our spirit that is also speaking. Jesus said, the words that I speak Unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Now, if you stop and consider that just for a second, in John uh, chapter 6 and verse 63, we find that he makes mention of this during the time that they were, uh, he had just finished talking to them and teaching them concerning uh, eating his blood and, uh uh drinking his blood in other words eating his flesh drinking his blood talking about partaking of him and uh it offended them and jesus tells them it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profits nothing the words the rhema that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life so life was flowing that the, the, the scripture talks about the power of death and life in the tongue in the book of Proverbs. So we begin to understand and we begin to see that there is this thing in the human uh, creation that enables us to be able to use our mouth and be able to speak that which is in our innermost recesses. So one more time, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And that is made possible by as we let the word of Christ dwell in us richly, according to the book of Colossians in chapter 3. Well, I see that we're out of time. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption and our Redeemer draw nearer today than ever before. And the Lord richly bless your day today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.